This is a Bandit Radio production. As LSU heads into the bye week, we discuss what is going on with the defense. We also have a conversation with newest LSU commit, Jack Besh from St. Thomas More High School in Lafayette. It's One Team, One Podcast, and it starts right now. Hey, baby, come on. I loved you endlessly, and you weren't there for me. So we showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50-7. to Let's go! Relax, big boy. Welcome back, guys. One team, one podcast. This is Matt, and I'm here with Jack. How are you Yo. doing, man? Good. It is episode 42. 42? Yeah. That's uh, Michael Ford. Michael Ford, yeah. That was going to be mine. So Sorry, Aaron, buddy. Aaron Moffat. Here you go. <laughs> Aaron Moffat. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, episode 42, guys. Uh, we have a little bit of a bye week, so... Um, the team is getting their shit together, uh, we hope. Or not. So, yeah, or not. <laughs> it, it, they could be at the casino could, right could now. I don't really know. What, four days off this week? Yeah, he's going to be at the U Club all week. <laughs> yeah. If you need me, just call me. Mm-hmm. I'll be over at the pool. Yeah. Um, Go Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be at the pool, boys. Um, yeah, we uh, we hope that they're getting their selves together. Um, you know, I don't know if you've heard. But they actually are playing next week. Yeah. Um, they play a game next week at Tiger Stadium. Score prediction. Go ahead. Uh, against Alabama? Yeah. I mean, we said they were going to be um, – That do we know the spread yet? Has that come no. out? Or an early spread? Mm-hmm. No? I don't think so. Um, or maybe, maybe, maybe so. I don't know. We said 21, 21 and a half. Yeah, I think uh, that's the same thing Jimmy Ott guessed too. Did he? Way, so. Okay. So we, yes. were, we said it first though. Yeah, we did. Um, Jimmy Ott's listening to the mm-hmm. show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot to talk about this week with the defense. Um, we we did it on our post game show mm-hmm. um, on the coffee and donuts, and um, it just everything just smells really fishy with the defense right now. Um, yeah. What have you heard anything new with with Bo Pelini this week or like? the team or anything like that nope um there's this has been uh just no news this week other than uh we know miles brennan might might play well he's practicing right i think the qb situation is actually as bad as it could be right now because you don't know if miles is going to play so he's not a full practice participant uh, and then if he doesn't play, you have tj and max splitting meet, reps splitting reps in a battle <laughs> We're gonna to score. go play like the best we're, team in the country. We're going to score like 10 points. Because eh. if Miles plays, he hasn't been practicing in full for more than a week and a half at best. Yeah. Uh, or you're going to have a freshman who's only taken half the reps all week. You do yeah. have... Um, <laughs> and you're playing against... 
an Alabama defense that is actually really good. I'm going to use a less Milesism. Uh, there is the ability to be blown out in this game. Yeah, there is. Um, and I, I would predict it. You predict us to get blown out? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't see us stopping them. I at got all. fifty-one to ten, Alabama. <laughs> That's like my legitimate prediction. That That'll get some people um, fired. That's, that is actually my prediction. Like that is what I expect. <laughs> um, I mean, do you think if if we lost fifty-one to ten, we lost five, you know, forty-one points, gave up that much, you know, say it's like six hundred yards, five hundred yards, whatever you want to call it, of offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think? You think Pelini's no? I, I don't know. I, no. This is, well, because this is we the gave up, thing. we gave up the same thing to Mississippi State, Missouri, and Auburn. Yeah, so but this is like the next Alabama's time. actually a good offense. So you would off of you a bye have, week. You already have all these built-in excuses. Um, he's not getting fired mid-season. He's just not. I, I guarantee you're going to have donors coming up and saying, "Hey, I'll pay that. I'll pay that right now." I'll pay the buyout that. right now. It, 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 well, we talked about this. This is a PR. This is a PR play at this point. Like, it, this isn't about whether Pelini's good enough to be your coach anymore. This is uh, optics and whether it looks good for the university to fire somebody with a buyout. Yeah. Um, that was getting paid two point three million. Right, so you're paying about. another five million to let him go. Right. Um, but I guarantee you, some guy, somebody's going to just pull out their wallet and pay it, and they in the. Well, school, somebody, somebody would. It's the school on. isn't paying it, no, but it's right. going to look bad. Right. And um, that was the whole thing with F. King. Uh, I guess the question is, does the new leadership with Scott Woodward in interim, Tom Galligan, uh, is that is are they going to make a different decision? Yeah. And my um, that they wouldn't make with less miles. My thought is and I, I hated to agree with Matt Moscona. You know how badly it hurts my heart to agree with Matt Moscona, but I did with him saying we need to fire Bo Pelini and move on and just hire Raymond as the interim. And I've, I've said that before. Yeah. Um, you got a guy that's there who, who would probably command respect from the rest of the team on defense. Yeah, I think that's what you're missing right now. These guys don't respect what Bo Pelini's saying. Um, there's an obvious disconnect of what's going on. Right. Um, they're saying something. He's saying something to the players. They're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's the way it's coming across that it's maybe it's, you know, um, and, and we don't know. I, I think we don't know what's going on in the locker room, but no, uh, I, could, I can only speculate it could, that it could, it could be a Bo Pelini thing. It could be a coach. O thing. You never I, know. You know, I, Eddie Fuller told us this on the other podcast, which was that it could be a translation from a transition, I should say, from um, Dave Aranda, which was very professional and businesslike, yeah. Yeah. over to a Bo Pelini, which is a little bit different. They just aren't quite used to it yet. They're not used you to didn't it, or full off season they, with it. Yeah, to they, get used to it. Yeah, and that could um, be it. Yeah, you know, I think combi- combination with that yeah. in last year because and all that too. I think these guys are looking f- to the league. There's also the point that like Bo Pelini isn't a this bad of a defensive. Correct. Corner. I think and, that has to be acknowledged. And I think that's a preface of what I want to say is Bo Pelini should be fired. Yeah. Um, and it's not just because he isn't right. doing There's a good some job. Things that didn't go his way. Absolutely. Yeah, guys aren't playing for him. Right. Uh, whatever reason right. that is. Right. Um, and it sucks that somebody's going to have to lose their job for this. But you, you're you about to lose the entire team. you got to make a change. You have the, to. Yeah, yeah, You have to change the – I yeah. mean, 
you want to talk about the sharp, sharp decline that mm-hmm. we've taken here since last year. And right. I get all your excuses. I Not yours, but I, I've heard everybody else's yeah. excuses of why we need to give everybody passes and bullshit like that. Yeah. Like, uh, at this point, it's just bullshit. You can't go from 15-0 and 0 to the best team in the country. All of a sudden, you're... Um, you, I mean, you could be two and eight, man. If you end yeah. up fifteen and zero to two and eight, it's the sharpest decline in the history of college football. It's, yeah. I mean, it. You've gone from the absolute pinnacle to where we thought we were going to be on top for a long, long time because of the direction of the program. To we are also Rams again, yeah. and that's unacceptable. Right, you go from best season in college football history to worst season in the last twenty years. It's un. It's completely unacceptable, yep. and it needs to be understood by LSU fans as well that right. Like we said before, I, I think a lot of Ed Ogeron is not on the uh, he's not on the chopping block, right. but well, he also it, deserves a ton this, of criticism. Here. If we finish the season two and eight. I mean, and then the very next year we go. Oh, I think the next we, year we, is huge you, for him. You have to go at least seven and five the next year. Have yeah, to. absolutely. And, and that doesn't that's not even satisfying at all. But you have to do that at least. If he goes six and six or worse the following year, oh, absolutely, gone. Absolutely, I'm, and I'm fine with it too. It, I and mean, that's just that's where we have to be as a program. It, it does. Um, you can't accept uh, a, such a. You know, there's way too much money pumped into this program yeah. for you to to fall off the radar like this. Um, yeah. There's other teams going through the same. I know it's I know it's a little different because we lost a lot of guys. I get all that. But everybody's dealt with the same issues yeah. with practice times and all that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of other guys, they have they have guys that want to go pro, and guess what? They uh, some sometimes people keep these guys. Yeah, they don't go pro. Right. Like we're not doing a good job of that. Yeah. We just aren't. You want to keep leadership on the team? Well, you need to try fucking harder and get the keep these leaders on the team. If that's what the problem is, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily the problem. I think Jacoby Stevens is a fucking good leader. Uh, I yeah. think that he's checked out. I, I think see. that he is like not. He doesn't really He's care. something because um, that tackle he tried to make against Derek Stingley Jr. Is Derek Stingley Jr. a good player? Yeah, he's playing well, though. I, I know he is. I'm, what I'm saying is I, I think he could be a leader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. I don't think he really gives a shit about what's happening this year. I think Maybe he's not. pretty much checked out. I, I've heard people saying that they think he's uh, – eh, I probably shouldn't say this, but I mean – Say I, it. It's on Tiger Droppers. Say it. Uh, I've heard, I've heard people saying like, oh, yeah, he's, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's, he's just, let's he, just get into it. He's just playing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. We're going to do a full segment. Now it's time for your favorite segment, Tiger Droppings Posts of the Week. Nobody just comes on here and just says something about tiger droppings without it being a segment, Jack. <laughs> For sure. All right, yeah, so, so so what's so, happening? I mean, I didn't see this recently, but, I mean, this was over the past couple of weeks that uh, someone was saying just like, oh, yeah, Singley's only playing because his daddy made him or something like that. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because like, he was going to opt like out? He, like, he would have opted out, but then his dad made him. It, it's probably just somebody that's, you know, just pissed off about a game or something. Hmm. You know? 
But I mean, I, I, d- I don't think we need to. Well, we d- what he criticize anything that Stingley's doing. Derek Stingley Senior was on off the bench, right. and I heard him talking about it. And it was he. I mean, he never came out and just said something. Uh, he may or may not know exactly what issues are, but um, he he kind of danced around the fact that there is a ton of miscommunication, um, and the coaches may be saying something a certain way. And it's not getting through to the players. And I think that's exactly what we were thinking is that it, it plain and simple, it's just disconnect. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a respect factor. I don't know if it's anything like that. But um, I, all I can tell you is when, when I've been in management before, if I couldn't get my point across to the employee, it ultimately falls on me. Yeah, it doesn't. And th- that employee might be a great employee, but if I couldn't get my point across to that employee and get them to do what I wanted them to do, you know, they're in life. There are negative influencers and there's positive influencers. Well, no, that's even worse if it's a good employee and then you can't get them to do anything. Yeah. Good. And they, that they, reflects on the management. Absolutely. Um, and, and that's exactly where we are. It feels this, like yeah, is I mean, that co- Pelini may be a, a, a good coach. Right. But if he's lost the team, he's lost the team. Yeah. And that's the at the end of the day, I mean, you can't this isn't you you have these players. These players are on on your team. Right. Well, I mean, and they're good players, so you should be able to figure it out. Yeah, everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Um that uh, who, who, what was it? On a, it was probably a Facebook group that we're in where um somebody said something like, you know, just give me – that's why I want the three stars that have heart. That, yeah, okay. All that – Great. All that bullshit, like the three – give me that three star that has a lot of heart. Yeah, you well, see Well, guess a lot what? Of, guess what? Three stars on Alabama. Alabama will take that five star in a heartbeat. Yeah. And, and then, guess what? He'll yeah, play with fucking heart. Right, yeah, now it'll be a first-round pick. So – be fine. It's a you problem. <laughs> yeah. It's a you problem. Right. Um, it's not the player's problem. Um, yeah, you can have, uh, you know – I'm trying to think of a two star, but now I don't, can I don't you get can you get a like three star <laughs> to play great? Absolutely, yeah. But you know, give, give me a break. Yeah, y- you want the guy who's super talented. Yes, y- you want a Marcel Brooks. Yes, yeah. Like, man, what I wouldn't give to go back to a three four right now and keep all these fucking guys. Right, they just stay with a three four. Here's Tyler an example. Shelvin. Here's an example when um, Aranda came and he didn't have his guys yet. He mixed it up. He that was, 2016 defense was awesome. He mixed it up. He had different fronts all the time. Mm-hmm. He didn't have three, four guys yet. Yeah, that 2016 defense was one of our best defenses we've had in the last 20 so years. So he was good enough to adapt mm-hmm. to the guys he had. Meanwhile, Bo Pliny is like, I, I honestly, the way it looks, uh, the I mean, just looking at it from a, a further distance, obviously, it looks like not only are the players lost, but Bo Pelini's lost of what mm-hmm. to do now. That 2016 um, defense was fucking loaded, though. That thing was sick. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, but hold on, go through that defense real quick. Yeah, but well, let's let's talk about this. Like, what if Bo Pelini comes in and says, you know, I I do like to run the four three, but guess what? I got a lot of three four guys. Well, let's let's stick with this scheme that we already have in place, and I'm just going to coach this scheme until we get the right guys in. Instead of being bull in a china shop mm-hmm. and telling everybody, no, you can't do this anymore. Yeah, but uh, Marcel Brooks, you're gonna, gone. They said that they were going to mix up fronts and stuff. That's what. That's something they said they were going to have to do. So why did all these do. guys leave? Right. Exactly. I don't know. I think there's more they to the story. I guess they didn't do that. 
I think there, I, I just think that there's more to the story here. That's it's not just. Um, I think right. guys are unhappy. Yeah, man, I miss Marcel Brooks. Man, Marcel Brooks was just a lightning bolt. I miss Kerry Vincent. I never thought I'd say that, but I miss Kerry Vincent. Yeah, I mean, you. I think you miss a lot of these guys now. That yeah, <laughs> looks like they made great decisions for their future. Actually, it's yeah. sad to say. Yeah, it is. Um, you wouldn't have thought that, but. So, um, with all that, guys, we, uh, we're going to talk to uh, Jack Besh, the yeah. newest LSU commit uh, wide receiver slash tight end out of uh, St. Thomas More right. in Lafayette. Uh, we say slash tight end because we think he's probably going to end up playing uh, slash role, role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in college. He, he's more of like a wide receiver We'll talk right to now. him about that. Yeah, we'll talk to him. Um, so... We're going to get him on the line right now, guys. All right, you hear me all right? Yes, sir. You can hear me? Got you perfect yeah, here, I can hear man. You. Um, cool. how you doing, man? You do you doing all right? You're you're busy with some interviews, huh? I am, yes, sir. But you know, it's always a joy doing them. Well, this is gonna be the funnest one that you get to do. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that sounds good to me. Um, so what what you got going on? It's game week. Uh, what you got? Northside this week, right? Yes, sir. Northside. All right. How how are they this year? Um, don't you can't say no. bad. You can't say they're bad. You have to be like. Hey, no, they're all right. Yeah, they're they're decent, you know. Yeah, they're <laughs> hey, all, yeah, yeah, they're you, pretty good. They're not horrible. You know the fa- the good. most famous guy to ever graduate from Northside, right? Yeah. Who's that? Falk. No, that's Karen Crow. Daniel. Quinn. Oh, Kevin Falk did go to Karen Crow. Darren. Uh, da- uh, you don't even know it. Cormier. Cormier. Daniel Cormier. Oh, oh Daniel right, Cormier, right. the fighter. I knew that actually. <laughs> So I'm older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A football player too. Yes, he was a football player. He was a beast. Um, I my my best friend in high school was a wrestler, and he was uh, third in the state. Um, and he was a senior when Cormier was a, a junior. And funny story is, they never actually fought in a, a tournament. Cormier was number one and beating everybody, beating the hell out of everybody. And then one uh, tournament, Tim is on the mat, like ready to like to go to wrestle on that mat and yeah. Cormier is like uh, making some kid like bleed through his nose or whatever. <laughs> and they called a timeout and Cormier is just circling the mat. <clears throat> and my friend Tim is like just warming up, you know, getting ready for his match. Cormier yeah, yeah. walk Cormier walks up to him and says, uh, say bro, get off my mat. <laughs> and Tim, Tim, Tim's third in the state. He's not like a slouch, all right? So he's pretty good. And he goes, he goes, I'm sorry, what? And he goes, I said, get off my mat. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. And he starts walking away like he's going to get off the mat. And Daniel says, oh, I'm just kidding, man. You're Tim, right? I'm Daniel. I, we just <laughs> never met each other. I just, I was messing around with you. <laughs> and my friend is like, I almost peed my pants. Like, that's how intimidating Daniel Cormier was out of Northside. So. Funny, I, I saw that today, and I was thinking about Daniel Cormier the whole day. I just had to tell right. that story. <laughs> uh, so tell me how this week has been. The last, well, yeah, it's about last two weeks, right? So you got the offer and then committed like shortly after, right? Yes, sir. You know, a whirlwind. Like ex- sir, yeah, it's been an exhilarating couple like two weeks. 
Um, you know, like LSU was kind of like a dream school. Uh, so whenever they offered me, I I kind of knew my heart was in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. There were some things I had to think about, but I mean, uh, I, I pulled the trigger rel- relatively quickly just because I knew, you know, I want to stay close to home and, yeah. you know, represent the, the boot, um, you know, like be close with family and all that. So tell me about your offer list. Like what, how did it go down? Like starting with your, you know, your recruitment and all that. Um, yeah, it's so like the first couple of schools who offered me um, on my junior year. So first it was UL, uh, Coach Napier offered me. Um, then it went to the University of Houston, then La Tech. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so like a couple – so the two in-state schools in Houston right there. Um, you know, th- those are my, like, only really offers during my junior season – uh, I may have gotten like a couple more, like at the end of my junior season. Like for the most part, like that was those were them. And then uh, after the season, kind of like in in the middle of like basketball season, there's never like a lot of the other schools started offering me. Uh, you know, the Vanderbilt offered me in February, uh, so then I committed to I committed to them. Um, things kind of slowed down with quarantine and all everything like that. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, yeah, and then after. So then, but once the season picked up, you know, schools like Notre Dame uh, offered me, Texas offered me, TCU, Sweet. uh, Mississippi State, yeah. uh, LSU. Any, so I mean, uh, I had some big ones, but you know, I, I wanted to stay home, so that's why I chose LSU. Any basketball offers? No, nah, no basketball no. offers. Yeah. Well, you can always walk on for the team. <laughs> yeah, you could. I, I, I'm trying to be great in football, though. For sure. Yoel would take you as a walk-on uh, basketball player, and uh, so we we had to we had to give that shout out to our boy Daryl, and uh, just make it known that uh, Billy Napier was your first uh, offer, correct? Yeah, Coach Billy's a he's the man. I mean, he he's amazing. I I think if he keeps on his path, that he's be able to do some really great things. Uh, and I think his coaching career is you know kind of just getting started. Um, you know, I, I've nothing but respect for coach Napier and nothing but love for that whole UL staff. Really. I mean, they've always been real since day one. Like I said, the first school to offer me, um, you know, they're building really special. They're building something really special here in Lafayette. So I mean, nothing but respect to them and love. There's so much pride in the Lafayette area. And so if they can get around a team right like that locally college level, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but the, the Louisiana ice skaters, (laughs) it was like a big, big deal and like the baton rouge kingfish and the louisiana ice skaters it was wild (laughs) it was like rowdy like if you could have fights in the stands kind of rowdy so an lsu ull um baseball series oh my god it's just off it's off it's crazy and there's they just they're just waiting for uh, a team to kind of rally around so that I think I think you I think Billy Napier is doing a great job. I'm hoping they can hold on to him. I think that's going to be the biggest question. Um, right. So tell me about like some recruiting stories if you had any so far. Um, any any Coach O stories? Like who was recruiting you at LSU? Like main recruiter? Um, Coach Falk, um, Coach okay. Jeff Martin. Um, and you'll just shoot us uh, Kevin Falk's cell phone number right now, right? Like you would just text it to us. Yeah, we don't have any problem with that. <laughs> just kidding with you. He might be mad at me. <laughs> um, yeah, Coach Mickey, um, Coach Shea, 
uh, and Coach O. Okay, so. Okay. Oh, and Kit. And Coach Panamski, I mean, we talk. But, okay. Uh, he, he doesn't really like recruit, but, I mean, he does. He does. DP, but, yeah. And, in a yeah. different way. Yeah, it, it is different. Um, he knows how to talk to people, man. Derek Panamski knows what? how to talk to people. 100%. Yes. Um, all right, any any Coach O's stories so far for us? Not not yet, really. No trips to Mike uh, Anderson? I'll definitely get some, but not yet. Yeah, so you hadn't had you hadn't had the ability to like really go visit any schools, right? Right, right. No, sir. Are you thinking about maybe even taking a trip since you can get them still? Uh, tell us you. Or anywhere, like, are you thinking about taking a trip to Notre Dame or anything like that? If you can, if you can allow nah. one, no, I, you're shut it down. Nah. You're like, no, nah, I'm not doing any of that. Yeah, no, just you know, Baton Rouge. I'm not traveling anywhere, but here, there, um. You know, like I said, Baton Rouge is where my heart is. Um, and that's, yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna stay here. I'm not gonna go anywhere else. But uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm born and raised in Baton Rouge. I'm with you, man. Yeah. Like it, there is something about Baton Rouge, and there's something about LSU, and I'm with you there, um, 100. So, all right, stats. You're you're six three two twenty right now, right? Two twenty. Yeah, I, uh, I saw. I saw. I, saw, I was like, wait, two twenty three. I, look, I saw a picture of you today. I was a 223. Is that about right? Uh, no, I'm actually – so, like, with this season, you kind of start losing a little bit of weight. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm at, like, 212, actually. 212. Oh, wow. All right. That's – ooh. I think you need to put on a few more. I don't know. You, yeah, you need to get I that think, H back roll. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that – I think – I mean, if you think of, like, look at the players they get. Wait, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. There ain't no way. All right, so Miles Brennan, we've we play a game called Guess Miles Brennan's Weight. Okay, that's one of the games that we play on this show, and one of the one of the weights that they told us LSU Sports Information told us that he was two seventeen. Two seventeen, right? There is no way that Miles Brennan weighs more than you do right now. <laughs> no way. Two twelve. Well, two seventeen was the preseason weight. To be fair. Okay. Okay. There's no. Yeah, way. my preseason weight was was pretty good, but I mean, just during the season, you're just running a lot. For sure. Um, like you're trying to eat, but like you're at school. Um, yeah. And all that stuff, and also being like a high school, not in a college program. You know, like weight training, kid. constant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And they have get like all the like the good food. They get they eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, right. and not only is it, it's not junk food, it's like it's a nutritional plan they have. Mm-hmm. So it's all like good vegetables, chicken, fish, um, like it's kind of whatever we see, we eat. <laughs> I hear you. Yes. So I'm still on that diet. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's but what I we think, do now. Yeah, but I think I was using to put on the weight that they need me at if yeah. they want to. They want to keep me where I'm at, or if they want to, you know, put on some some good weight on me. I think they'll be able to do whatever they want with me. So I've heard you talk on a couple of interviews about like, you'll just play wherever you need to play or whatever, you know, that kind of thing, just to get to get on the field, wherever you're needed. Right. What would you prefer though? Like, like, do you like that role of like a tight end, like an Eric Gilbert role? Like he has him now where, oh, yeah, he yeah. can split out wide and he's still, he's still, I mean, he's basically a wide receiver that just split out wide and maybe he's in a slot role, but you can also block at the same time, right? Yeah, for sure. I love blocking. Yeah, I think that would be 
fun to, you know, like go get down Catholic. and dirty after scoring a touchdown or something. Oh, yeah, like you that. got a Catholic high alum right here. Yeah, so the, the other week, uh, that game was obviously on TV. And uh, Speaking of, we're, we're the official podcast of Catholic high football. Yeah, Kurt Dog football. We sure. still have you on, but we're the, you're the official <laughs> Kurt podcast. Kurt Dog Radio? Kurt Dog, we're the official podcast of Kurt Dog football. Yeah. We have to, like, say it a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to step on anyone's toes, but um. But yeah, you so, uh, you, well, we were gonna we were talking about this before. It seemed like you and Walker, uh, were both like extremely like a little bit more than normal fired up to play against Catholic. Would you say that's the case? I would just because that that that's a game with circle on our schedule every year. Right. Uh, you know. From like before this year, we hadn't beaten them in like five years or something like that, and we kind of knew that it was our year to win. That nobody's gonna be able to stop us, right? Um, and if our, you know, if we could step up, our defense could step up, that we're gonna be able to win the game, and you know that happened. So I mean, we got the dub. Yeah. So uh, so going into that game, I actually I I had never got to watch you play yet. I mean, I'd heard of you obviously, but um, before the game, the uh, the announcers were kind of saying like. Oh, I think this Jack Besh kid is uh, – it's Besh, by the way, right? Yeah, Besh. Yeah, Besh. Yeah. Uh, this Jack Besh kid, we think he's the best wide receiver in the state. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> obviously, you go and have, what, like 250 yards or something like that, two touchdowns. I mean, you absolutely – Well, I've seen you do some, like uh, – there was some – I think it was a preseason workout video where you were doing, like, footwork drills and stuff like that. It was probably Jared Rozier. We, we, we're good friends with Jared. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had posted something like that, and probably a bootleggers thing where you were doing some kind of, like, drill, and I was like, okay, he's got some really good footwork. So do you <laughs> feel like that's part of your game is, like, the footwork part of it and, like, the, the technique part? Oh, 100%. Uh, Coach Lance Strother, our receiver, is coach at SCM. Uh, he's real big on technique. Um, you know, so we, we drill that every day. Uh, yeah, I definitely think, like, footwork and all that, you know, getting clean releases off the line. Uh, you know, if you have, like, man-to-man, it's, you know, uno v uno. Uh, you versus the guy right in front of you, that's all you have to worry about. Uh, you know, at the next level, there's going to be kids that are going to be guarding me that are just as big, just as strong. Just as fast, if not bigger, stronger, faster. So, I mean, knowing deception and how to, like, deceive the person in front of you right. with, like, different footwork, uh, you know, different leans, opposite moves, you know, head fakes, all that different uh, stuff, I think, um, yeah, it's definitely a huge part of the game just because, you know, perfecting those type of things is kind of what separates the wide receivers in college football. Yeah. I agree with that completely. And I, I love the fact that LSU is looking at – I think I think Eric Gilbert is a, a – a great example of that where you know you got a guy who's like a, a obviously he's a freak athlete and yeah. <clears throat> fast can he could play wide receiver if you really wanted him to play wide receiver but you could split him out wide you can put him on the edge you can match him up against safeties and linebackers and it's just such a big mismatch and that's what i could see it probably easily doing right yes sir so it, uh tell us about that catholic game a little bit and um there was a lot of trash talk <laughs> Right, it definitely was. At least from your part, I don't know if anybody was talking back to you, but I got a little sense that all right, you got a little bit of trash talk in you, right? Yeah, I just think it's kind of part of the game. If you yeah. can get in your opponent's head, it's the bicep jumping, move. It's, kind of, it's the bicep oh, move yeah. the after Michael, you score. Yeah, Thomas. yeah, Ooh. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. I, yeah, I just think that if you can get in your opponent's head, uh, you know, kind of early off the start of the game, and you kind of already beat them. So, you know, if, like, the first couple of plays or a couple of run plays, you know, I kind of put them on their butt 
and just kind of tell them that, you know, I'm here and I'm not really scared of anything. Uh, you know, I kind of get them to back off and then I start get start getting them to play scared. Um, I think it's a big advantage because then the game is in my hands, not theirs. I love the confidence of it. Yeah. I mean, the com- I'm wearing a uh, – all right, so we have our own T-shirts that we do, okay? This says Moxie on it, right. and it's about Joe Burrow. He was a big Moxie guy. Yeah. Um, and you, you got a little Moxie. You got a little yeah, confidence, a little swagger. We like that. Uh, we need that right now. Can you play linebacker, by the way? No, if Coach, o, if Coach o said, me. I want you to play linebacker because we need you to play linebacker, you going to do that? For sure. Okay. I like that. Notre Dame, Notre Dame actually offered me as an athlete because they wanted me to play defense for them too. Okay. Oh, wow. What, uh, do you, you play defense for St. You, Thomas Warren, uh, huh? Safety. Play you safety. play safety? Okay. okay. So you're just lighting people up? Uh, well, it's not really much. It's kind of like at the end of like halves or whenever, uh, okay. like, you know. And you can block know, down a like, ball or whatever, a Hail Mary. Right. Or, or if it's like a third and deep. Like a fourth and deep, and they're going for it. They'll just like throw me in, and one of my other receivers uh, will go like a three high look with three safeties, just like can't get over the top. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you have any nicknames right now? Um, Bobby. Bobby, what is that about? I don't know. Somebody is that a Bobby Boucher kind of deal or what? No, somebody just kind of made it up one day, and it and it stuck. Okay, Bobby, Bobby Besh. I like that. All right, that so you brought you know Blaine Besh, right? Mm-mm. Well, the national championship two thousand three, Blaine Besh. I know who Brett Besh is very well, just because of my age. Um, that those are your uncles, right? Right. Yes, sir. Okay. Blaine so is the Blaine did the fake field goal. He was a holder, like a, a uh, yeah. He was the holder, and was he a? Uh, no, I was four, he was a, a backup wide receiver, right? Yes, sir. Okay, and then Brett Besh was a wide receiver. Okay. Um, and I remember Brett Besh. I think he went to Catholic, didn't he? No, he no. went to Slidell. That's right, Slidell. And I'm thinking okay. of Scott Ray, who is. They were both on the same team, but Brett Besh uh, played with Jamie Howard, correct? Yes, sir. That's right. So it all kind of comes together. Um, also, funny thing, a friend of ours—it's our, actually our sponsor from Courtesy Automotive Group. He gave us um, this is Walker Howard's. It's not the see, camera. I can't see. I can't show okay. you Walker Howard's Tiger Day Junior Day. Uh, I don't know how he got this, but he got it from uh, Jamie I don't think somehow. But it's his actual. It says Walker Howard on it. Says Walker Howard on. You can't see it. Um, it. It's just a weird, uh, a weird thing that I have in my studio. So you can tell Walker about that too. Um, but yeah, we're 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 gonna try to get Jamie on the show one day because we we love reminiscing with uh, ex Tiger fans and ex Tigers for sure. Um, tell us about you with Walker, and like, is this something y'all were talking about, like? Hey, we want to play together. Um, this is kind of what we want to do, and then it all kind of comes together and culminates together. Uh, yeah, sir. So a couple of weeks ago, he just looked at me in the eyes and told me that we're going to play college football together uh, and that we're going to be great. Uh, you know, my recruitment was kind of still slow at that point. I was like 100% locked in with Vanderbilt. Uh, no other schools really talked to me that heavy. Uh, and then after the first couple of games, you know, a couple of schools started texting me. Uh, like Texas, Mississippi State, LSU started texting me a little bit more. Um, 
uh, started getting calls from Notre Dame. So, and then uh, all those schools started offering me TCU. Um, and, you know, whenever LSU offered me, I thought about what he said. And then I looked and I was like, hell yeah, we are. And then, you know, decided to come to LSU. Did he like go crazy? What was his reaction to that whenever you said, I'm going to LSU? Uh, uh, he was really excited. You know, that's my brother. Uh, yeah. We've been through a lot together. Um, but he was just really excited that I wasn't leaving that, you know, I was staying home and that, you know, we were going to be teammates again. He was going to be able to throw him the ball for, you know, four more years. Yeah. It's an automatic connection. You guys are going to have just stepping on campus and I know you'll be a, a year early, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, so he's a junior. I'm a he's senior. a junior. That's right. Um, that's pretty awesome. And I, I also think it's great that both of you guys are like legacies with LSU. Like it's just so it's so awesome to know that there that there's like this lineage and that you know it's funny that you um whenever we announced that we, we were going to have you on the podcast we actually got a text message or a, a a DM on Twitter from um Jeff Wickersham who was a, a former LSU quarterback also in the yeah 80s. Kyle Wickersham's dad yes the quarterback and he, he sent us. He sent us Kyle Wickersham's like information on Twitter because he was like, "Hey, I didn't know you guys were gonna do that. Like, maybe you can get Kyle on." And I was like, "Heck yeah!" Like, it's so awesome that you guys are all connected um, yeah, in cool. one way or another. What? Tell me about some other kids that you guys may have talked to, or, or is there like a text thread or anything like that with like commits and stuff like that? Yeah, we're in a group chat uh, of all the committed kids and kids we're trying to get to join the family. Um, I'm not going to throw out any names really because I don't know how they want it because I think we're going to no, get a Mason couple Smith of Smith and Corey Foreman. I'm sure I could figure them out. I mean, just like, I mean, not we hard. I'm not gonna... we'll, yeah. we'll say it. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I think that we can really build up this class to be something special. And yeah, I think yeah. in the next one to four years, like however long we're there for that, we, that we're going to bring a national championship back to Baton Rouge. Man, it's yeah. such a big deal right now. And I know you know it. And it's like, you know, it's kind of like everybody understands what's going on with the team this year. And we, you understand that it's like such a you were at such a pinnacle and you're you're taking your lumps this year. And like you got Alabama coming in two weeks like you know, Alabama's gunning for us. You know, they, they know what's happened last year, you know. But it's – for you guys to understand that, yeah, this is a one-year, a one year, like, anomaly kind of situation, you're jumping back in and it's going to be a national championship program, that is huge for this program. Y'all have I, – I think you know, but I, I want y'all to know that from LSU fans that that's a huge deal. Like, it really is because there's a lot of guys like me that grew up in the early 90s, and it wasn't like this. It just wasn't. Like, um, you're, I'm sure your uncles could tell you about how, how things were back in the day. And, you know, you had bad seasons, and it was kind of, like, expected to have bad seasons, whereas now it's like it's it, things aren't going great this year, but it's not expected to be that way. And, uh, right. Like, so Jack here is, this is my nephew. So yeah. it's funny that you have, you have uncles and this is my nephew and he's 20 years younger than me. And we had, I had asked you the other day, how many losing seasons do you, uh, do you remember? I don't remember any. <laughs> yeah. Was, he was, was alive during was one. one years old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's, it's just different, uh, generations these days. So right. I, I really appreciate you and, uh, 
just having the heart to play for LSU. Like, I think that's a big deal, and that's it's kind of like what's missing in this generation. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do you guys think about yes, that at all? Wait, what was the question? Do you guys think about that at all? Like, you know, I, you're born and raised. feels like you were going to play for LSU, right? Like, Right. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I, I don't know if that's usually the case for a lot of these recruits these days. Um, but it, it feels like that's part of what's missing, um, uh, maybe even this year, like it's, it's something that, you know, that, that heart and soul for the school and like really wanting to play for the school. Um, I don't know. You, you think about that a lot or, um, I guess in a way. Yeah. Uh, but like you said, like we kind of think about it in a different way. Like a lot of kids are just trying to go, you know, to make it to the NFL. Right. Um, which, you know, is also every kid's dream. I mean, that's also my dream. Um, but yeah, I also do think there's a big beneficial factor of like thinking about it the way you just said. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, any, uh, are there any guys, uh, maybe former LSU players or current LSU players that you kind of compare yourself to a little bit? Um, I don't know if I could compare myself to any of them. But I think like I have the I have like a trait traits from a couple of them. But I mean, I I just kind of think that you know I'm kind of like I'm not saying I'm I'm like the best ever. I'm just I think I'm a little different. Just like the skill sets I kind of bring to the table. Um, kind of you know, like yeah. being tall, but not like overly like overwhelmingly overwhelmingly tall. Uh, not like I'm not like huge like a huge linebacker, but like I'm pretty big. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna be the fastest kid on the field, but like. I'm pretty fast. Yeah, you are kind of um, that new breed of like a tweener between a like wide receiver and a tight end type type thing. Like this, right, yeah. Nice so thing. like I'm just kind of like in the middle to the upside of like everything. Yeah. So I mean, I'm really excited to like being able to like show up my skill set to you know in front of like all I, the Tiger fans. I heard a um, comparison to you, um, and this is like I mean he's an NFL star, but I heard oh uh, uh, D- DK maybe no. <laughs> No, you wish. No, um, it was George Kittle. Have you heard that? No, not uh, my brothers told me something like that, but smart, not many, smart but. guys, smart guys. George Kittle. That was that was a comparison, and I, I I thought about it, and I was like, you know, it does it does sound pretty good. Like, you know, these if George Kittle was twenty pounds lighter, he would be a wide receiver. Like. Yeah. He's got the skills to well, be I mean, a wide he runs receiver. A four or five. Yeah. So that's kind of what I think of is like you're just a bigger wide receiver that they could put on the edge mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Yeah. Right. Um I, I like that and I like I like the fact that they can use you in different ways. And I I imagine in like a year or two, like Eric Gilbert on one side of the field and and Jack Besh on the other side of the field. Yeah. And like, man, that's, that's gonna be plan. that's gonna be hell. Cole Taylor defense. and all those guys. Cole Taylor yeah. will throw everybody in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Koi Moore, you're gonna have Kayshawn Butte. Speaking of DK, though, I know uh, you wanted to talk about the uh, the the abs or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> let's talk about. I need to work on my abs, Jack. Um, and I've seen pictures of you with your crop tops, and your abs are like. I mean, they're just out there. Like you're just. You just know they look good. Like I get it. <laughs> And I need to Rocking know the Ezekiel Elliott look. Yes, I need to know what yeah. kind of workout that I need to do to get my abs right. Like, what do you, what are we doing? Are we doing like a hundred sit ups a day? What are we doing? Well, yeah, like it's just an everyday thing. 
Like, you just got to do them, like, maybe not a lot every day, but just, like, some sit-ups. Like, I do, like, I do, like, I catch balls while I'm kind of, like, I get my feet off the ground and my back off the ground, just kind of where I'm on, like, like kind of, like, the small of my back. Okay. And I have my feet up in the air and I catch balls like that. Just, like, always, like, working my core like that. Yeah. While I'll catch the football, so just different things like that. So I go to Chick-fil-A, like, three or four times a week. Is there any chance yeah. I could still maybe get to where you're at? I don't know, because I don't really eat fried food. Ah. I'm not really well, if you're like, like if you, like, like flex that. in the drive-thru, as you're in the drive-thru, and you're just, like, constantly flexing, <laughs> that could be it. Yeah, there you go. Then it could work. Yes. Um. Uh. Let's see. What other ab questions do I have for Jack while I got them? Hey, how often are you, like, flexing in the mirror? A lot? <laughs> no, nah, I'd be much. flexing in the mirror a lot. <laughs> Serious, I would. Uh, I do it. I do it anyway. I flex in the mirror anyway, and I don't have the Jack Besh body. Um, all right, man, we're gonna let you go. Um, we appreciate your time. I want to get you back on to maybe later in the season or after the season. Yeah, um, sounds great. Whenever you guys are getting back on. Um, we love to kind of give some attention to some of these recruits. I know you just committed, but um, anybody else that you that you want us to kind of get on and get some attention for, we would love to have them too. Okay. Yeah, I see. Walker yeah, Howard sounds actually, great. Walker Howard actually just liked one of our tweets. So all right, Walker to, Howard. Yeah, we we'll get we'll talk. get Walker on. Pull him on here. I yeah. want to get I want to get Jamie on eventually too. So um, we appreciate it, Jack. We will talk to you soon later. And you, you good luck. Good luck on the rest of the season. You stay healthy. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. All right, buddy. That was Jack Besh, um, recent commit for LSU. I, I, I made good, good kid, um, great family. I know that family a little bit to where I know I know he's coming from um, great pedigree for sure. Yeah, I didn't uh, know he LSU. was a legacy. I didn't know. Oh that. yeah, absolutely. I knew that. Yeah, you you go to me and you go. Yeah, you know who Blaine Besh? And I was like, Yeah, Blaine. Nope. Well, Brett Besh was to me better than Blaine. Blaine actually works on radio. Did, when now. did Brett play? Uh, that was uh, 90s, like uh, 93, 94-ish. Okay, I was... 95. I was, I was, he was not around there. even a fetus. Yeah, yeah, but you would know the name. I like wouldn't. Brett. I did not. You know Jamie Howard is. I know Jamie Howard, yes. Well, that was his big receiver, was Brett Besh. Well, but I wasn't alive. I, I get it. But I know the quarterback. You're though, a smart though. kid. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm trying to learn still. I just I just learned who Jeff Wickersham is today. So Wickersham. Wickersham. Not Wickersham. Yeah, I, it's like Worcestershire. So many things to learn. Worcestershire, like kind of the same line I was going you, with. There. You've been under a rock. I yeah. If you want to talk about basketball, we can. Uh, no, we're not going to talk about basketball right now. Um, so that was Jack Pesh, guys. Um, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, we need to s- we need to keep doing stuff like that. Get these uh, bigger recruits. Get Sage Ryan next week. Yeah, we'll get Sage. Yeah. I call him Sage. Yeah, Sagey. So yeah, old. Uh, we just <laughs> we just had Bobby on. Apparently, Bobby. Person. Yeah, where does that come from? I don't know. He didn't even know. Bobby Besh, I guess. He I didn't even know where rolls, that came from. Rolls right off the tongue. I do like it. I like it too. I uh, Bobby Besh. That sounds good. Like but his like name is you, Jack. You checked to make sure that we're recording. Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's great. 
All right, guys, I think we're going to switch gears a little bit here. Um, it's bye week, so mm-hmm. we've kind of thought about this for a while. We needed some opportunity, especially now, you know, technically, guys, we're a basketball school. Mm-hmm. Um, it's feeling that way. So we're going to jump right into basketball. Uh, yeah. Will Wade starting to make some appearances. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a pretty good team this year. You, you've so. been under a rock? Um, we think that they are going to um, have a squad. For sure. Um, you, you've been under a rock? Do you have the, do you have the drop where it goes squaw? You know that? No, I don't have that. I don't, I don't even know that. what that is. I don't actually know what it's from either, but I've heard it a lot. Um, so we have a couple of guys in a, in a Facebook group that are like diehard LSU basketball yep. fans. Um, and we've heard a lot from Will Wade this past week about the team. Um, we've pulled up the roster and I love looking at like, um, let's look at it maybe like a starting five. Let's, let's think about like a rotation, how many men in a rotation we're, yeah. we're as LSU basketball fans, we're so used to. Uh, seven, eight man rotations. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's going to um, be used to this. I don't even think Will Wade's used to this kind of depth. Yeah. This year. Yeah, but I think the question's going to be: Is he going to? Because you know, you were talking. You said you were talking to Brandon Lejeune, our sponsor, um, mm-hmm. about. And Brandon Lejeune was saying he may uh, that he thinks Will Wade's more comfortable with an eight or nine man. Rotation, yeah, he he said he, yeah. Like yeah. W- like we said. Would he prefer to have more? Yeah, I think he. Ha- I think he? he does prefer. I, mean, I think he is used to an eight and man, eight to nine man rotation because right. that's what he's always had. Right. I don't think he's ever had a rotation like this. Right. I don't think he's had this many guys who can actually play. Um, and you know, here is a tidbit that we had heard um, that kind of caught me off guard, and I, I don't know if I, I can't get my arms around it yet. I, it just sounds like it doesn't fit with what I've seen, yeah. but. Um, Andre Hyatt is the player that's been discussed by Will Wade saying that Andre Hyatt is playing lights out right now Mm -hmm. and could actually push for playing time even as a starter. Yeah. And Um, I, 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 it feels like, okay, you're just, you're just, you're just trying to like, right. You're just trying to get me going. I don't know what it is. Even if he doesn't end up being a starter though, that means does he get playing time? He's part of the rotation. I, he was the guy that I, I looked at as like, okay, he's not even really going to get that much playing time. Yeah. Compared to the other guys. Obviously that's not true. I mean, if he's, if he's really, (laughs) if if he can play taking it up a notch like that, we count, we just counted 13 guys. You think about him though. And he should be, I mean, he has, he has a lot of gained a weight. He gained weight. Gained some weight. He's, I mean, he's, so he's athletic. What was his, what was his height weight? He's six, six to 25. I mean, it's already pretty big. Right. Uh, that two twenty five is, um, previous though. Six, six is six, six is current. Apparently gained an inch. Uh, which is like, <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, so I guess he's a little heavier than two twenty five now. Um, but you think about him, he's a, he's an athletic guy. He is a good shooter, uh, really good defender. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a big big dude. Um, so I don't I don't know what exactly Will Wade is saying he's improved on other than gaining weight. Hmm. But I don't either. I, I I didn't I didn't hear what he was saying. I right. just heard he was he was apparently tearing it up practice and stuff like that. Um, but like right. I said, like if if you add him to the mix, you got you got literally literally thirteen guys that we're looking at. And I think 
<clears throat> like starting five, and we can kind of use Brandon Lejeune's example of a starting mm-hmm. five because I actually, actually, when he said Josh LeBlanc, it made sense. But do you so, want to do starting five or best five? Let's say starting five first. Okay. Um, I I think so. You you have Javante Smart. Right. The obvious have, guys are Javante, Cam Thomas, Darius Days, Trendon. Yes, and, and then, then it's the fifth guy. The fifth guy. It's either Josh LeBlanc mm-hmm. or Brian Penn Johnson. Yes. Um. I I thought Brian Penn Johnson just because of his total size, and he does have some experience. I know he's young. Um, but his size, I, I heard he's banged up a little bit too. So oh, really? I, he'll be back ready f- for the beginning of the season, but he's banged up. But I like the fact of having a big guy there to protect a guy like Trenton Watford, who is, we've said this before, a complete liability on yeah, um, defense. Um, I like I like having uh, Watford <laughs> – trying to guard a guy at the perimeter and a guy blows right by him and there's a guy like Penn Johnson to to protect Clean the rim. Up. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what I want. I don't want a guy like Days having to do mm-hmm. that role and get into foul trouble. Yeah. Um, well, I think a big problem last year too was um, everybody was so upset about our three-point defense. Mm. Uh, we gave up like crazy high three-point percentage. Well, um, if uh, Charles Manning Jr. is healthy, you that, that'll help. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I think a big issue though – because you look at who we had last year, we had Skylar Mays and Javante Smart. Both those guys, I would consider pretty good defenders. Yeah, Skylar Mays a really good defender. Um, I think the issue was that they were so worried about getting blown by because you have nothing behind you. Mm-hmm. So maybe this year, you know, you can be a little bit more confident that if you do get beat to the rim, you have a seven foot two sixty center back there to clean it up in case you uh, you get beat. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, so he he Brandon was was telling us maybe he would see a, a Josh LeBlanc being in there because Josh LeBlanc has been yeah he he's going to be a I, really good he's probably going to be your best defender on probably, the team. Um, but he, he is six seven. So mm-hmm. I to me I, I've always wanted a a, a larger guy like that. Kind of like that big B, the big B Williams role to me was like man that was it. Like you had you had a, a great forward in Nas Reed. But you also gotta think about uh we're gonna play a little bit more press this year. Yeah. So that that's what I wanted to kind of get into a little bit was how deep this team is. And I've always wanted Will Wade to have this kind of depth because I really think that he wants to play a little bit more of that press and super aggressive defense and he's just never had the depth to do it. Yeah. Guys are gonna get in foul trouble. Right. Um so we'll go down the list a little bit because we, we just talked. We just touched on uh, Penn Johnson and we touched right, on uh, Charles Manning. One Jr. more thing on Penn Johnson: uh, we we don't know how good he is yet because I mean he he struggled to see playing time at Washington and Washington had a losing record. So I I do I, obviously he's huge dude. He's pretty athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Will Wade's a better coach than whoever's over at Washington, and can coach him up yeah, a little bit I, better. I, and, you know, I think what we were talking about, too, even though they may be in a starting lineup or maybe they get in some playing time, it, you know, I don't see these guys getting like – I mean, I could see a, a bunch of guys getting 10 minutes a game uh, and just kind of yeah. rotating in and out. I, yeah. d- I just – I could see him um, taking over a role, but that doesn't mean he's going to be yeah. playing you I know, mean, Darius right now, Days was is. made a huge impact on the team 
uh, his freshman year, and mm-hmm. he only played like 12 minutes a game. Which is crazy because I yeah. thought he was one of the best players on the team, even his freshman year. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's just how good that team was. We've man. talked about this for two years now that, that, Dray- awesome. uh, that Darius Days is a Draymond Green clone. Yeah. Um, and this guy is going to be – this is going to be his year, obviously, because he could have left already. Um, I, I just don't think he would have made it. No. Um, I think it was great for him to come back. Um, Hopefully he comes back again. I mean, he's. It, it depends on this year to me. Yeah. Like he's. I this heard is a spotlight role. I haven't heard anything about him in the preseason so far. Yeah. Um. But I mean, Trenton Watford. We've been hearing about him, and like yeah. so, LSU puts out their little highlight package of like uh, freshman of the week or oh it's no, it's uh, player of the week, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. And of course, uh, everything was Trenton Watford on offense, taking guys off the yeah. ball. I was like, man, you don't see he, anything of him playing defense. Is he like blocking shots? Is nah, he, nope. They know, don't even practice up? that. He's like, no, nah, coach, I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what he's so good at is, and I love, clear everybody out, let Trent and Watford have the ball at the top of the key one-on-one with a guy. He's going to take him to the hole. I, yeah. lo- I just love it. Right. I think um, you're now that and I, I love Skylar, uh, Skylar Mays, now that he's gone, I think it's going to open up the door for Watford to be in your guy at the end of the His, game. Watford's offensive game reminds me so much of uh, Anthony Davis. Hmm, I like just that. Like when he gets Long, when he, when he gets he around get the, the rim, rim, he has such good touch. Um, yeah, it's like you're very confident when he gets in a post situation that he's offensively gonna, he's, gonna make a he's he's good. He's yeah. very good. Um, uh, he maybe has a little bit more guard skills than well, actually he definitely has more guard skills than AD did in college. But and he's also smaller. But yeah, yeah, I think they were both like guys that were. Um, I know AD's. Uh, where he was, like where he was a guard, and then he, was, and then he, he grew, grew like nine inches. Same thing. They both had the ball skills like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sim- that's kind of why I thought that. Yeah. All right, so we have uh, Joshua Blanc, Penn Johnson, uh, Charles, Charles Manning. Manning Jr. What's Charles Manning Jr.'s height and uh, weight again? Yeah, let me pull it up. He's six six, right? I believe. Sorry. I'll just edit this out. You know, no biggie. <laughs> Jesus. Six five. That's not right, huh? Six five two oh five. <laughs> That's what it says on the damn roster. Okay. Well, I it, I know he's got height. Um, I I just remember him blocking these three pointers to win the yeah. game. I I, I A lot still of jersey like, changes this year. By the way, I don't care about that. Um, it's, it's gonna be hard to. It's hard to remember. So Milani Wilkinson. Um, to me, I've heard he's like mm-hmm. your guy that's gonna replace Marlon Taylor this year. Um, yeah, he can I, jump through the I roof, like and all that. that. What's it? What's his? What's to uh, Bishop Gorman? What's uh, his height and weight? Six five two fifteen. So he's the same height as Charles Manning. Wow. Yeah, I didn't think I didn't think it was that tall. Charles huh. Manning isn't that tall. No way. He looks more like six three, six two. I don't think so. Uh, I think he, I thought he was more like six six, to be honest. So I, I'm Charles surprised. Manning. Yeah, I thought he was a little bit taller than. You're lying. No, for real. You actually thought that? I really did. I thought he was a good guy that you could put out there like a forward, but to, but to be able to put it on the Charles perimeter. Manning? Yeah, Charles Manning. Man. Uh, so, all right, who else we got on the roster? All right, who am I not got, thinking? Uh, There's somebody that I'm not thinking Jaylen about. Jalen Cook. Jalen Cook, uh, for, yeah, for sure. Jalen Cook's going to be a, a really good backup yeah. point guard. Yeah, he really is. And I can see Jalen Cook coming in as a point guard and moving uh, Javante Smart over to the two. Um, but it's like – are you even going to do that this year? Because yeah. Cam Thomas, to me, is going to be like a big time scorer. He reminds me a lot of uh, 
you remember Tyus Jones at Duke yeah, a few years yeah. ago? He reminds me a little bit of him. Okay. Uh, there's also another point guard freshman, Eric Gaines. Eric Gaines. I keep uh, forgetting about Eric Gaines. Another freak athlete. Uh, I've seen people comparing him to John Morant, just obviously not as um, not as skilled as John Morant. Sure. But similar athleticism and height. Uh, we, we talked about Andre Hyatt. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about Moani, uh, Sharif O'Neal. Sharif O'Neal. Uh, I don't know why I forgot about him. Right. Uh, and we've, we've talked about this before. I don't know where Sharif O'Neal gets minutes on this team. Uh, I think there's – if he can play, I it think th- there's yeah, plenty yeah. of minutes to go around that's, for that's everybody. That's the thing with a lot of these guys. We don't know how good a lot of them are. Like, so it's he, tough to the, gauge a the, the things that I love having um, is I love having bodies – um, to take up fouls for sure, right? Um, and it's not just that, but just you know, I've always, for years, it was like Ole Miss. Ole Miss had a stockpile of guys every year that was like six eight two fifty, and it was like, where the fuck are these guys coming from? Jesus! Every Some, year, uh, Brian Bridgewater. Take every us. year, they had a six eight two fifty guy who was just <laughs> like an enforcer down low, just and he would just take up fouls, and he would just like bully people in the paint. Mm-hmm. Wasn't a good player, but he could. <laughs> he was a good defender, and he could get yeah. rebounds and all that kind of stuff. Right. We just we and th- this was back in the years where we had like Chris Chris Johnson, who was like seven oh, seven ten, freaking uh, one hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah. And this guy would just bully him out of the paint. Yeah. And we never had a guy that could match that kind of body set. Well, whenever we got Nas Reed and guys like that, yeah. it was kind of like okay, now nah, we got some beef, yeah. right? It feels Those like guys now. Are hard to find. We don't, maybe don't have so much beef yet, but we have a lot of tall guys, mm. a lot of guys that we can run in a rotation. So if guys get in foul trouble, we got guys that can place these guys. Our beef isn't tall, is the thing. No, uh, yeah. Like uh, it's not. I guess I, if if Andre Hyatt's gained a bunch of weight, then I would guess he's like two forty now. Um, although Brian Penn Johnson's pretty. Yeah, pretty he's a thick. guy. He's a guy that that could be down there. He's 260 uh, pounds. Josh Gray, how uh, he's like 200. Josh Gray, he's dude, not. He's his, not. His he's look, small, right? Look at his uh, profile picture. He looks like he's like 45 years old. He does. He looks like <laughs> what? Well, he's actually six. Uh, what is he? He's six eight, eleven. He's 18 years old. Five. Six eleven. Two fifty five. <laughs> Pretty big dude. That's a guy. Yeah. That's a that's a beefy guy that I need. Um, yeah. I love beefy guys. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> I like that. Um, Sharif O'Neal, I think, is a little bit heavier than he was at UCLA. Is that right? He's uh, listed at 6'10", 225. That is that's, pretty skinny. No, that's better than what we've had. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you remember. But I, well, all I know is that I am... 6'11", 190 is All I know is skinny. that <laughs> I am 7 inches shorter than him and 15 pounds heavier. Oh, so. yeah, you're definitely 7 inches shorter than him. Um, Those damn O'Neals. Yeah, these O'Neals. <laughs> Pack a punch. <laughs> um, so I like that. I like the big body, you know, yeah. r- rotation. Here's the other thing that I love, um, guard rotations. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you want to see a tournament team? Um, they have a shit ton of guards yeah. who can score. Yeah. Um, and t- it's sometimes it's it, that's how some of these guys actually take over and get to the – Get yeah. make a run. Think is about those really good Kentucky teams, or like the Villanova. Like, uh, there's that Kentucky team that had. Uh, you remember they had the two rotations, and they would just sub out all five, 
and it was like neither team, neither. I told you about that with Tulane neither, before back in the day, right? Neither five was better than the other. They were just like supposed to be built to be even. Yeah. So like you would sub out all five, and then just in comes a brand new, completely different yet just, just as good five. Dude, uh, I so I remember I remember Tulane, and they had what they called the posse. And it was okay. that they're starting five and uh, Gerald Honeycutt. He was from Baton Rouge. We oh, LSU yeah, lost Honeycutt. out on him. He was uh, on the starting five. And then all of a sudden they would bring in the posse and it was another five guys. Awesome. And when they came in, it was like balls to the wall press the entire time. And it would only be for like a five minute stretch. And then the other five would come back in the game. That's and it, they would just do that every now and then. Uh-huh. And they would just create chaos is uh-huh. all they were doing. Yeah, I think like, Kentucky just called it like the blue team and the white team or something yeah. like that. Yeah, this was like Calipari's not as uh, creative as whoever that Tulane coach was, I guess. No, this was this was like, okay, we're gonna bring in the posse. <laughs> That's how it went. Like okay. crazy, um, yeah. e- everything happening. I mean, uh-huh. I, I also remember Arkansas back in the day. Forty minutes of hell. It was yeah. similar to that, where it's like you have guys just like draping over other guys, and it's like if you call a foul, that's fine. Because that guy's not going to really play that much anyway. <laughs> like, you know, all they're trying to do is create havoc. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, that's something I love about it, too. Because when basketball, like, if you're relying on two or three guys, uh, like, you're just going to have some games where none of those three guys are are, are hitting, you know? Right, right. Uh, and when you have so many more guys, you know, someone at some uh, – on most every game, you're going to have someone that's stepping up, mm-hmm. at least on offense and maybe on defense, too. Um. So well, I'm very interested to see this uh, team this year, and I think the schedule is starting to get. I think they pieced they pieced it all together now. I don't know if it's completely released yet, but like I know there's a period of time where they have to go to Nebraska, and there was like a bubble situation that they're going to be playing in in a tournament. They've they've reconfigured a lot of stuff for this year, but I also heard that uh, COVID is right. going to limit the attendance this year right it's something it's well wade was saying on the radio this morning i heard three thousand yeah three thousand yeah um which i mean is what it is man everybody's gonna have to play around this and it is what it is yeah it was like i i knew that it was going to be around 25 percent, but then when i heard the number three thousand i was like man that's not a lot we just need a tournament we started this podcast right before the ncaa tournament and god damn it we're gonna get that's part of why well another part of it is because football sucks but um we're, that's of, why we're part talking of why about I'm it. Itching f- for basketball so much is because we got left at the altar last year. Yep. Uh, man. And we're a basketball school now. And we're a basketball school. You've you been under a rock. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's no reason that I that this team can't be a top ten team, just like that 2018 team was. Yeah, and I, I want th- I want to see them make a run and like get to an elite eight at least. I think that's kind of the talent that we have on yeah. this team. Um, I want I want Will Wade to win and like just flip everybody off. Right. And I want Dick Vitale to call a game in um the in, Assembly Center. In the Assembly Center, yeah. But Absolutely. not this year. Because if it's only 3,000 fans, I don't think the uh, effect is going to Well, what I was hoping they would do is do 3,000 students. Just do Oh students. man, that would be awesome. Put they're them not, right behind. They already sent out an email to the season ticket holders today. Oh, sure. So well, that makes sense. You got to keep these guys happy, I guess. Um so, all right, with that, guys, we're going to uh, give a big, big shout-out to our sponsors. Again, uh, courtesy Buick GMC, courtesy Automotive Group, and Lafayette. Brandon Lejeune, been really big uh, supporter of our podcast. Uh, check out Brandon and his hit list. 
Brandon's always coming up with uh, new deals. Uh, he's always got used cars coming in as well. And if you follow him on Facebook, he'll show all those deals. Um, so give him a like and a follow. Um, I, I know for sure he's got 2021's uh, Yukon Denali's rolling in and out like crazy right now. A lot of people already pre-ordered them and they're already rolling in. Um, also, GMC Sierras. Um, I, I was actually talking to him the other day about a, a, a Denali for myself as well. So um, hit up Brandon Lejeune and ask him about the hit list. He would love to do some business with you. And also uh, ask him a question about LSU basketball. That might be your way in. That might get you a, a half percentage point off of your interest rate. Uh, just, just saying, just a yeah, tip, just a little, just a little, just a little a tip. tip, just a tip. Yeah. Um, also, big shout out to Bear Process Safety, uh, Adam Barry the Bear. Uh, I just talked to him a little while ago. We're gonna do our betting podcast. We've been we've been slacking on it for the last couple of weeks, but uh, he's gonna come back in the uh, courtesy Automotive Group Studio, and we're gonna record the Home Dogs again uh, this Friday. Um, Mac, the Maction is back. There you go. Uh, we have uh, Central Michigan tonight plus three. Nice. Uh, we just heard uh, Mincy. Mincy's up in New York giving his Maction yeah. picks oh, yeah. today, right? Oh yeah. Jesus, Man, that he, guy. He's just skyrocketing. That guy. He, talk about. I mean, we have completely nosedived as a football program, <laughs> and Mincy is and like the opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. Trage- trajectory right now right where, where all of our success has gone is just straight to Ben. So Mince, yeah. i'm gonna text i'm gonna text them that in just mm-hmm. a second um <laughs> uh, bear bear process safety guys reach out to adam barry uh check out bear process safety on their website uh bearps.com process safety work for industrial plant areas uh but they do business all over the world so you guys uh give them a shout and a follow you'll see the ar- big orange bear everywhere man um yeah. What were you saying about Mincy? I don't remember. All right. I think I was going to say something about, like, it, it all started when he came through the... He came here. He came Courtesy here. Automotive he was studio. at the Courtesy Automotive Group studio, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden him and Playboy Marty get a call, yeah. um, and now they're in did New they, York. How, how many episodes did they actually do of uh, Dear Mr. Fantasy? <laughs> yeah, it's got it. I think like it was two? like no, I think it was a little more than that. I think it was like four or five. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was actually I was watching it. Was I'm so glad Marty Mart, Martin got uh, a call too, because I was thinking that, like how sad is that? Like that would suck. you were shooting all the video and and uh, Mincy gets the call. Yeah, that would be and brutal. you're just like. Whoa. That's like that, that's like if one I, of us got an offer somewhere to do like a big <laughs> podcast and the other one didn't. Yeah, I was just like. imagining him like at the uh <laughs> like Mincy's driving away and he's at the doorstep like waving by like bye <laughs> like that kind of thing. But I'm I'm happy that he's up in New York as well yeah, and I told great. him we were going to have a uh, a farewell uh podcast together but then we never got that done but maybe we can do something Zoom. Uh, yeah. we'll have to figure that out. Definitely. Or we or they take us up to New York. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Maybe Bear Process Safety can, uh, or Courtesy hey. can uh, fill the trip sponsor for us, us uh, trip to, to go New to New York. York. Although New York doesn't sound like a great place to go. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> Let's wait a little while. <laughs> Let's wait a little while. Let's wait for them to take the plywood off yeah, the windows that's what first. I'm um, all right, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed uh, our interview with Jack Besh. Good kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's going to do big things at LSU. Mm-hmm. So, um, we appreciate everybody. Uh, check out our Facebook page uh, and our Instagram as well, and our Twitter account, One Team One Pod uh, at One Team One Pod at One Team One Pod. But also our website, One Team One Podcast.com. Check out our shop page. Also check out our blog. We got a new one coming up. 
Yeah, I'll post one this week. Okay, so new blog. Uh, I think this one's going to have a lot of uh, F-bombs probably, right? Most likely, yeah. It's X-rated mm-hmm. uh, blog this week I'm gonna because have to, of... I'm going to have to draft two. One that can clean go on version. our site. One that can go on our site. And then a clean one that can go over on J-Boy's side. Yeah, J-Boy's right? going to want a clean one. Because I asked him what, what my rules are <laughs> on uh, on swearing, and he just said no F-bombs. So... Okay. I, I think I'm not. Well, that doesn't there. that doesn't go well with our brand, first of all, but it also <laughs> um, doesn't go well with what our team. Yeah. When he th- when he told me like that, I was currently. like, I was like, well, you're handcuffing well, me. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Well, this has been one team, one podcast. We appreciate everybody. Uh, go check us out on Spotify, uh, all Apple, everywhere you can find a podcast. Like and subscribe, and also see if you can give us a, a, a shout out on Apple. We'd love to get some more. Uh, reviews over there as well Um, we will talk to you guys no coffee and donuts this week because we have a bye week Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm gonna take my wife to new orleans i think i think Mm. i'm gonna think i'm gonna uh, you were gonna play golf huh i think you were gonna play golf yeah are you not coming no i'm not going oh Uh, back's not feeling great great you know never let's just go to i'm gonna go to new orleans go have a good little time Mm. off week it's bye week guys Mm. uh our prediction for the bye week this week is lsu 52 by week 49 mm-hmm. overtime, uh, we kick a field goal to win uh, in overtime this mm-hmm. week. We actually agree on this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's been one team, one podcast. Logging out. That was a good we showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Relax, big boy. Team one podcast. One team one podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast. One team one podcast.